Well, good morning, prayer warriors. Hey, Mark here. And uh, just, it's going to be another great week. Uh, Just huge opportunities this week to just continue in prayer. Prayer as an individual, prayer as groups, um, prayer as a church. Um, And and I just want to say one thing about prayer is, is it works. It really works. And and one of the things, uh, sometimes we ask, well, does God answer prayers? And let's just first of all go to him in prayer just real quick, and uh, then we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, dear Lord, we just give thanks. We shout out to you. We cry out to you. We give thanks as individuals, as groups, as churches. You answer prayers. And just we give thanks for this day, this moment. In Jesus' name, amen. And um, sometimes we say, well, you know, the Bible always talks about answered prayers, but for the next couple of weeks, what I'd like to do is just share a couple of instances in the past couple of years where prayer has been answered, and sometimes is a big way, and we don't get to read about these things in the news or on Instagram or your favorite TikTok page, but um, it really does happen. And uh, so this, what I want you to do is, is really turn to Psalm 71.2 real quick. Just got two quick verses this morning, Psalm 71.2. 71.2, and, it, and it's really, um, it's a cry. And, uh, you know, the author says, Deliver me in your righteousness and rescue me. Rescue me. And that's really what the prayer is. And if you, and if you flip over to Psalm 107, 19, what's it say? And they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He saved them. They cried out. They, you know, it's a prayer. Um, we don't have to close our eyes and, and lift our hands or fold our hands and be quiet. We can cry out and pray in any form or, you know, that we want to. And what's it say? And he saved them out of their distresses. And that's what I want to share with you this morning. Um, and it happened down in Florida, April of 2019. So just a couple of weeks, couple of years ago, um, in the springtime, and it was a guy named Eric, and, and he was a software guy. He lived on this, you know, little over 50-foot boat down in, uh, off the coast of Florida, or on the coast of Florida, Delray Beach, which is on the Atlantic side. They're getting ready to close and remodel this entire marina that he kind of calls home on his big boat. And uh, so he decides, hey, I'll just take the boat back up to New Jersey where my parents are, and uh, I'll just park it there. So anyway, he, he gets it all ready to go, and you know that's a fairly big boat to kind of putter along, and he'd ask three friends to, to go with him, and so there's four of them, they're getting the boat ready, and on that first day in, in, in April that they were getting ready to leave, they're supposed to leave, and, and at that time of year, sometimes these storms are coming and going, he wanted to beat this next big storm that was coming in, and at this time of year, remember that the the uh, Atlantic is flowing south, and so so all of the, the 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 tide and everything is flowing south. The currents are going south, but the winds at that time of the year are a tailwind if you're going north. And so he really wanted to beat this next storm coming in. But day one, what happens typically with boats? Boat breaks down. So he's got to get parts and get it fixed. Um, day two, they're all ready to to. to ship out, boat breaks, have to get it repaired. Day three, um, 
know, what do they say? Best day, best day that, you know, you have with your boats, the day you bought it. Second best day is the day you sell it. Um, Eric was having this problem, but it was an older boat and, uh, he kind of trusted. So anyway, the wind comes up, they're going to go four miles off, offshore, take that, uh, you know, get that good tailwind going. It's too rough out there. So they decided to head back in towards the intercoastal waterway. So they're putzing along. They're all up on the flying bridge. It's windy. It's noisy. They got the music up. Um, but they're having a good time. Meanwhile, they're up farther north in St. Augustine. It's ditch day. Well, I guess it's called senior day for high schoolers these days. Um, in the springtime, all the seniors get a day off. These seniors from the Christian Church Academy, young Christian men and women, they're out there having their ditch day or their senior day. They're all at the beach. Two of them, um, Heather and Tyler, decide to go for a swim to this little sand spit, little island kind of out there, about 500 yards offshore. They say, yeah, this is great. One of them wants to be a Marine. You know, Heather wants to be a Marine, and, and uh, Tyler wants to join the Air Force. And uh, so they take off for a swim. It's only 500 yards. They're both, you know, pretty good athletes. They're not great swimmers. And as they're swimming out there, remember that storm's offshore. They thought, okay, we'll just swim to the buoy 100 yards out. Surprisingly, the buoy's getting farther away, and they kind of take a look around. They're going, what's going on here? Well, it's that strong north-to-south current has caught them, and they're getting farther away from the beach. They're getting farther away from the, the, the buoy. The next thing they see is they're getting way far out. They're barely seeing the lighthouse down there on the point, and they're getting cold, and they've tried to swim, and they've tried to swim, and they've tried to swim. And they're getting tired and they're shivering. The water is cold. They are cold. They're tired. And they link arms. And what do they do? These young Christian men and women, this young Christian man and this young Christian woman, they pray. They call out to God. Because if they continue to swim, they would get more tired and more tired. And they would probably drown. But they prayed and they called out. Tyler calls out. He said... He said, if you're out there and you have a plan for us, save us. Just like the psalmist called out. If you have a plan for us, save us. Save us. We're in this time of despair. And, and now an hour has gone by and they're getting farther from the beach. And the wind and the waves are out there. And it's coming up on two hours. And they're in hypothermia because of the water. If you don't, once you enter those early stages of hyperthermia, it's not long before you die. You drown. And that's what's happening to Heather and Tyler. So anyway, Eric is coming out from four miles offshore. He wants to get in towards the intercoastal waterway. He's got him and his buddies up here on the flying bridge, and they're putting along, and they hear seagull off in the distance. You know how seagulls kind of, um, well... Eric paused and he heard it again and he looked after the ship about 200 yards and out there in the ocean he saw two specks and they were waving and he heard the cry again and amidst all of that noise somehow he heard it and they turned the boat around and they turned the boat around and they got closer and closer and closer and it was these two kids Heather and Tyler and they were drowning 
and they went two of them ran down to the bow of the ship they lashed the the life preservers um, and the life rings together they threw them they started to pull them back in and they could tell that they were very weak they were very cold and as they he pulled out heather off of that back deck and they got him in heather looks at eric and says god is real her first words to Eric, because she'd been praying and their prayers were answered. And Eric, his reply, I know. Eric was a Christian. Eric was a Christian guy. And he saved these kids. And you know what the name of that boat was that he never changed the name of because he couldn't come up with a better name? Amen. So here's a Christian guy rescuing two Christian kids on the boat called Amen. And if he had left two days earlier or three days earlier and the boat hadn't broken down both those days, those kids would have drowned. High school kids would have drowned. So anyway, they get on board. They're suffering from hyperthermia. They eventually call the Coast Guard. They get them linked up. They get them linked up with their parents. And everybody, you know, kind of lives happily ever after, you know, after interviewing these kids later on and Eric as well. They all struggled. You know, they had challenges in college and in the military, but you know what they always turned back to? Prayer. Because they knew that God hears us in our despair, and God, and only God in many cases, can set it up where he rescues us. The question today is for you is, do you need rescued? Do you have somebody in your family, your, your friends that need rescued? Pray with them. Call out. Call out in despair before we drown. Call out to God and ask to be rescued. Thank you, brothers and sisters, prayer warriors. It's been a pleasure today. I'm just praying for you. If you need anything, give us a call. Take care.